the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. We pride ourselves for being the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate. And as we all know, especially if you live in New York, it's just about everything. Um, So we cover all bases here. We cover credit, how to get a mortgage, home equity loans, which Ace will be telling you if you're not. If you're not doing it, you're crazy. The the rates are unbelievably low, and it can save you so much, so much money. Problems with co-op boards we discuss and neighbors, um, whatever you want to talk about. And, of course, if you have an issue and you call in, that means you help so many other people who have issues. We're a, a community. If you've got a question or you're in a dilemma about real estate, please give us a ring. We're at 866-970-9622. Ace Water Suparp is with us, and Ace is a senior vice president of residential lending at Citizens Bank, which works with Douglas Elliman as a preferred lender. We'd like to thank Citizens Bank for their support. Citizens is one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions, and we thank them so much for their support. Obviously, I am doing a refinance, right, Ace? Yeah. Good morning, Dottie. Good morning. And how many is this that I've done? Ooh, this might be the third time around. Right. But I have Ace to remind me all the time. It's time. So I'm reminding you, and we're reminding you. What are the rates now? Ooh, it's a crazy, crazy environment right now, Dottie. So oh, I know. if you're not looking into refinancing, rates are hovering right around 3.25 on a 30-year fixed. And that's the 30-year. If, you, that's if 30 you don't, year. A lot of people don't really need 30 years, no, which so would be even cheaper. On a 7-1 arm, you're looking at 2.375. Yeah, unbelievable. Come on, folks. It doesn't get any lower than that. No, so. uh, I mean, you know, if you're trying to time the market, I don't think you could time it any better. You know, Dottie, they said this is actually the lowest it's ever been in the history of really? the United States. Yes. Well, so, <laughs> we are living there's good in news it, Dottie, and there's so. bad news. There's exactly. something that good that comes out of everything that's bad. So I think, I guess, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, remember that you can, and you know, with Citizens Bank, you can get reach them however is comfortable for you. So you can call them. You can call us at 866-970-9622. You can call their 800 number, which is 800-922-9999. Easy to remember, 800-922-9999. Or you could go to citizensbank.com online and 24 hours whenever uh, whenever you're ready and convenient. And that's why I'm telling you, 
at least make the call and urge the people that you know to make the call because you find out how much money you could save. It doesn't cost you anything to make a phone call. Um, You can find us, um, you can find me online on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find Ace online also with, um, I know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. He's on all the social medias. And if you're not into social media, you can call. And what's the number best to get you at? Um, You can call me at 917-859-6439. Or you can email me at ace.w at citizensbank.com. Yeah. And you can even go to WNYM's website, and you can hear us there on the podcast. We're also joined today by an attorney, Stephen Ebb Burt. Um, He's a partner in Barton LLC, one of the top law firms in the city. Stephen represents purchasers, sellers, financial institutions, and investors. He also represents condominium associations, cooperative housing, you name it, what has to do with real estate. He does it, tenants in the acquisition, uh, anything real estate. And I always say when you're using an attorney, you should use a specialist in whatever field it is. If you're getting divorced, use a divorce attorney. If you're doing real estate, use a real estate attorney. Obviously, if you're a criminal and you rob the bank, you better get some kind of attorney that deals with that. But he's uh, one of the best in the industry and knows everything about real estate. He'll be on it at, I believe, 10 o'clock. No, 10.30. Of course... I tell you what happened on this day. Alexander Graham Bell received a patent um, for his telephone. And um, have you ever heard the expression, mad as a March hare? I haven't. No. But somebody wrote this down for me. So I never heard of it. But March madness, that I heard of, is the height of breeding season of the hare, which is how the expression mad as a March hare comes, came into being described. Now, I never heard of it, so... But if you have, now you know where it came from. Ion Real Estate will end 20 minutes earlier today because of St. John's Basketball, pre-game, uh, the pregame show that begins at 11.40. So call in early at 866-970-9622. I, um, besides for the lowest rates, I want you to know that home sales hit the highest level since 2007. Um and 84% of Americans say home ownership is a priority. And the medium home prices have been on the climb for almost eight years. Uh, the most passionate, which we're going to talk about after the 11 o'clock news, the most passionate of all of the buying groups were the millennials. They're the most passionate about home ownership, with 88% saying they're buying a home as one of their main goals. And by the way, just to correct all those papers that were wrong, when we went through the recession, and I guess millennials then were just getting out of college, they said, oh, they'll never buy. They're seeing their parents lose money on the house. They'll never buy. They're going to be the first generation that doesn't believe in home ownership because they saw, well, P.S. Obviously, we said the American dream is alive and well then, and I'm saying it now, and their main goal is buying a house. 85% of Generation Xers um, say that that's what they want to house. The colossal pent-up demand for home ownership, both amongst young people who are ready to pair up and start families and those who see owning a home as a step into adulthood, said um, they're prepared. and, And their timing is great because the interest rates are so low. 
Affordability is still an issue for current homeowners, but later on, Ace could talk about yeah. some of the mortgages that you'd be surprised you don't need a lot of money to put down. I think everyone has Definitely. that thing in their heads that you have to have 20% down. You have to have good credit. Okay, that you do. So make sure you keep on top of your credit. Uh, but it is a great time to buy, and if you're selling, and I get a lot of questions that say, Dottie, what should I wait? Should I wait till the spring? Should I wait till the winter? Should I wait till next year? I am telling you, I think you have ideal conditions. There's not a lot of inventory around, uh, unless it's at the higher end, and uh, the interest rates can't be better. And if you're a seller, that lets the buyer have more buying power. So, you know, actually, it's a great time if you happen to be wanting to buy or sell. I think that we wanted to, I don't know if I'm going to have, oh, I'm going to try to talk a little about it because we know that the Fed's cut interest rates. And uh, is that about the fears of the virus? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. So the cut rate will reduce rates about 1 to 1.25 ACE? Yeah. Okay, so that, I mean, as Ace just said, I mean, that is really unheard of. Um, And I wanted to just take, and I know you're probably inundated with hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, but this virus has really done a lot of, you know, its it's hotels have been slammed. Um, the, The travel restrictions, I mean, people are not traveling the way they did. I know every conference that I've, been um, supposed scheduled for March and April has been canceled. Uh, Everything that, you know, was scheduled, any big gatherings have been canceled. Um, Tours and closings have been hampered. Many wealthy Chinese now have chosen to stay overseas during the outbreak. Um, So it has affected real estate a little bit because they were the single largest buyers. Uh, and now we're finding in New York that we have a lot of lot. We have, I think, 44 cases that I recall this morning, which to me, that's just a low number. But anyhow, just to go over this again, because even if you don't, you're not afraid of getting it. And I don't think you have to be fearful. I think, as they said, most people will have mild symptoms. Yes. But you could pass it on to somebody who doesn't, who is, uh, has bad immunities. Now, I have I know I have my I have a, a problem with my my lungs sometimes, and so I'm likely to catch that. I'm one of the people that could catch it because of uh, my immunity system. So I think we all have to just work with each other to try to be as safe as we can and clean things. I actually wipe down all the studio, even though it's clean. I wipe down each your thing too before you got here. Thank you. Um, but. Um, <laughs> What impact will this virus have on the economy? That was a question I got. And obviously, uh, the near-term outlook, and we don't know where this is going because I don't think we know enough yet, but the near-term outlook for the global com- economy has weakened. And this is uh, because uh, there's a deterioration of both supply and demand sides of the economic equation. On the supply side, China is the epicenter of many critical supply chains. And research suggests that a majority of factories in China are still not operating the way they were. The bottleneck will continue as world, you know, as this continues to go on. 
And so because they can't produce what they did. I know I thought, looked at Apple stocks. Yeah. Apple's a great company. And I, I heard there, somebody, a spokesman for them, say, oh, we have a tremendous demand for the Apple products, but we're not going to have the supply because a lot of their, China, their factories are in China. So they might not be able to reach the demand. So the stocks, if, you know, you just have to hold on and just don't look. Uh, or buy. Well, obviously, that, yeah, that... <laughs> Is really, you know, and I see a lot of people doing that, but I am not an expert on stock buying, so I would just tell you that if you have a little appetite and you have a little extra money and you know someone that could give you good tips, obviously there's some great companies Mm -hmm. that have staying power. They're just going to ride it out, and their stocks might have dipped. Um, What will impact will it have on corporate earnings? And again, very uncertain because we don't know how long this is going to last. And how serious it will be. So we're just going to have to wait and see. It's uh, critical. But until the virus is under control and they kind of know how to control it, I think we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, will uh, I, Again, I don't know the answer. Maybe you do. Will Fed rate, will they cut the rates on other, monetar- you know, on other monetary policy actions? Make, will that make a difference? Well, the Federal Reserve actually cut rates um you know, a little bit off cycle, right? So, and it's due to outside factors such as the coronavirus. So we could see adverse effects um, as we, um, you know, really follow the story of coronavirus if it continues to affect global markets. Right. Um, now, clearly, cutting the, the Fed cutting the rates cannot cure a virus. Correct. And is constrained by already low global interest rates because the interest rates are pretty low around pretty the, low. The, the, the world. But it can make a difference by loosening financial conditions, conditions, and you know, st- you know, it could help people, you know, be able to buy things. And uh, the Fed delivered a 50 basis point cut to the Fed funds rates on Tuesday morning, and it can't fix the virus, but it can hurt. And the virus is going to be here, whether I like it, you like it or not. We just have to try to control it. So if you're in if you do have a mortgage or you do ha- or you're looking to buy or sell um now is the time to do it okay you're not going to get better than this i don't think yeah and take a look because if you if you refinanced 2 years ago and you're locked in at a 4% rate today's rates are hovering right around 3% so yeah could be an ideal time stock markets and pricing i'm not a stock market expert uh what are bonds i mean i have uh Kyle here, you've been day trading a little bit. Yeah. What kind of stocks have you uh, played with? Uh, medical companies. Um, medical companies. I've traded some airlines. Right. Um, hotels. Apple we, was Apple. a good bet. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you if you have a little spare and you know somebody, you could do that. But how does it affect the housing market? You know, this is a real estate show. So, again... Yeah. There's no exact science because we don't know enough yet, but the U.S. economy is strong, and so we're lucky that we're in a place where the economy is strong. I wouldn't want to see this happen. I mean, I don't want to see it happen, period, but if it had to happen, we're dealing with a strong economy right now. Um, that and, and that includes unemployment is, you know, we have all-time great, low. Lo, all-time low. We have growth. We have stability. Uh, 
One thing that the virus could lead is more investment from Chinese buyers, which we talked about last week. You know, people can see, well, wait a second. We like to buy in the U.S. We can get some nice deals now. Um, So that could be a plus. And uh, by the way, I think I told you last week, Chinese buyers represent the largest share of foreign buyers. and I think the volatility in the stock market too, Dottie. It's yeah. making folks think think twice about where they want to put their investment. And you know, housing has been one of the most consistent appreciation and safest. Yeah, I mean, they, over the long haul. I mean, Correct. you know, in other over words, if you haul. think you're going to make a million and sell it in one day, well, maybe no. But over the long haul, if you buy in the right areas and the right, and you don't, you know, thing. And also, the average rate for the fixed rate mortgage is so down. So it's um. It's really, you know, how do I think it's going to affect real estate? I think people who want to buy are still going to buy. And I think people that have extra money and were, you know, they don't need to buy. I call that that buyer that doesn't need to buy but likes to buy uh, real estate. They're going to, if they see opportunities, they're going to jump on it. Uh, Is there a guarantee? No, there's no guarantee. But. It really, I don't, I haven't seen it in my lifetime this low. I think the entry level market, Dottie, it's such a robust market right now. Oh, it's, I mean, we've, we've gone into the spring market in January. Yeah. So it's, um, it's busy out there. And on top of that, we had a mild winter. So it made it, you know, we didn't have snowstorms where people couldn't get out of their houses. Now, I read this, I don't know if it's going to happen. It said some New York apartment buildings told to prep for a doorman strike. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think this is just uh, who, where this is uh, from Brick Underground. It says, in a memo distri- dist- that was, went out to the boards of 85 apartment buildings in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens, and reviewed by this was from Brick Underground. Um, the CEO of uh, of Seoul's residential group told the board members to prepare for the possibility possibility of reduction of workforce as employees begin to call out sick, schools can close, and uh, less people work. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I was watching, there was a special on, I think, Channel 7 yesterday. Uh-huh. Someone told me to watch it. So it was on this virus. And they showed you Italy. And yeah. I I couldn't believe it. They had all the, you know, Italy and Milan, where there's all fashion. And the stores were empty. And then they showed you groceries, like a supermarket. And there was nothing in it. Nothing there was not one it. shelf. And then this girl who spoke English, and, and she was Italian, she said, you know, like, I was at work. Then all of a sudden they made this announcement that we had to go. She said, it's like, I can't even believe it. And uh, she was okay, but she's, you know, they, they're not going out and they're, and, and the streets are empty. And so you don't know. I, I, I think they're just trying to get the, their arms around it yeah. to kind of stop it from spreading because they don't really know where it's come from. So I, I, I think, and I think they're telling you on the news that if you can work from home, um, work from home. Then work from home. Yeah. And if you are, uh, have anything that's compromised, you know, if you have any bad immune systems or heart diseases or anything like that, you're just better off staying away from big crowds if you can help it. I'm not, but I don't think you should live in a cocoon either. I mean, that's just me. I feel badly for all those people on the ship. I would be a close to foe. I mean, I would. If you imagine those, you're on a ship and I those rooms. They're quarantined for. Yeah, they're quarantined, but you know those rooms aren't big to begin with. Yeah. Even if you're and you're stuck, I would be losing my mind. Yeah. I I, I really. 
I'd probably so, jump off the boat. <laughs> I think I'm with swim, you. Swim to shore. I, I, I think I'm with you. Uh, we're going to come back, finish talking about this, and uh, I just want to tell you, the Waldorf Astoria, they're, they're yeah. actually launching, Douglas Element is launching their condos. Exciting. And that is so exciting. We'll talk about that. It's expected to debut in another year and a half. We'll be right back. You're listening to I in Real Estate. I'm here with Ace Martifoff and myself, and we will have our attorney, uh, Stephen Ebert. Yep, he'll be calling in in the next 10 or 15 minutes. This week on Champions of Justice, the topic on the table is lawyers, trial lawyers. You know, the people politicians love to talk about. Tom Girardi and Jack Girardi talk with attorney David Battaglia about the difference between a good lawyer and a bad lawyer and how your lawyer's reputation can affect your case in court. It's an eye-opener. Tune in, Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. Tune in today as the Marquette Golden Eagles take on the St. John's Red Storm at Madison Square Garden. Coverage begins with the pregame show at 1140, tip-off at noon. Catch all the action right here on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law? Well, every Thursday during Kevin McCullough Radio, you hear from Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a listener's actual question. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission and Sunday mornings on AM 970 The Answer at 11. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a lot of questions run through your mind. What am I going to do? What are my options? What did I do wrong? We've had those thoughts, too. But some questions can help you move forward. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an MBC diagnosis. And how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor. Start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com. Joe Piscopo here asking, are you tired of dealing with dummies? Well, experience the smart way to buy a car at Route 22 Toyota with no hidden fees, no back and forth, no pressure, and no wasting time dealing with dummies. Alex Kinsella, the general manager, prides himself on his low lease offers and 0% APR financing for up to 72 months for qualified buyers. And now my buddy Alex wants you to experience their new smart way to service. Listen to my show every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. because you'll never know when Route 22 Toyota will be giving me the go-ahead to give away free things like a multi-point inspection and oil change with filter to the first five callers. Call 855-621-9949 and say, Joe sent me. Experience how one caring family in the car business is out to change the entire car business by offering you the smarter way to buy a car and more. 855-621-9949. Route 22 Toyota. Route 22 West. Hillside, New Jersey. Or at Route22Toyota.com. All your and makes excluded. Want more of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. 
Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I have a question from Sarah, but just one second. I have to tell you what happened during the break. I mean, this is really not stage. This is real life. But during the break, you're listening to an ad, and all of a sudden, Somebody from Citizens Bank comes in. He's sitting right here. I'm going to have him say hello. Oh, and he gives me, because I have all the papers, he gives me the papers for the refinance and just says, sign here. So he actually personally delivered it to me to make sure that I did it because he knows how sometimes I get busy and I forget to do things. So I had one-on-one service. I have to thank you. Say hello to everybody. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yes. Very excited to be here with the lovely Dottie and Ace. Yes. And that's the kind of service citizens that you might say, well, Dottie, because it's you. Um, but I'm telling you, I see they go above and beyond to everyone. And if that's somebody do, needs Dottie. to be delivered, they deliver. Concierge service they do. at your I mean, door. <laughs> and I have to tell you, there has never been anybody I work with that has that been responsive. And I won't mention names of big banks that I worked with before. That was like a nightmare. And I was like, my God, if you're doing this to me, I don't know what you do. The customer service and your experience, obviously you want competitive rates, okay? But they're attuned to everyone, and everyone's treated like an individual. It's not one size fits all. And when you're looking at either the largest investment that you're probably going to make or um, even if it's not the largest, a fair investment, you should really be informed and know everything and then make a decision, as I said. Different folks, you know, there's no one size fits all. With that, I want to take a call from Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Thanks for calling I on Real Estate. How are you? I'm wonderful, Dottie. Good morning. I have a question for you and Ace, and you all talk a lot about refinancing. However, you both failed to mention the charges and the fees and the closing costs that is associated with refinancing. Right. Well, if you if you hear what I do say, I say that you should call. It costs nothing, and you should find out, you know, depending on what your interest rate is. Because, look, you know, and, and basically you know and, better and than I. Not, what are the fees? And, I mean, they build that, them and in. And that's but, a really good question because but, a lot of people will ask, you know, how much are the fees? Is it worth it for me to refinance? And just know that refinancing, it's not like you're taking out a brand-new mortgage, right? So there's products out there, vehicles that you can do. And, and one thing, for example, it's called a mortgage reassignment. 
meaning you don't have to pay your mortgage tax all over again. We can actually just reassign it from your current mortgage, and that will save you thousands of dollars, right? So the cost to refinance is actually quite nominal. For a co-op, it's right around $2,500 to $3,000, and you can actually roll it into your, um, into your loan, into your new loan. And then for a one-family home, it's literally right around, depending on the loan amount, it's a couple thousand dollars as well. So it's not too exuberant. Where you know you're you're gonna not really and and that's why I always tell everyone you know on the radio that you should at least have a one percent difference from your current um, mortgage interest rate to the new mortgage interest rate, right? Because we're we're factoring in that closing cost as well. Does right. that make sense? All right. My uh, my other question is this. Now I I I'm a homeowner and I currently don't have a mortgage. I paid off my mortgage. 15 years ago. Okay. Congratulations. That's great. To do, do yeah. it fast. Exactly. And my question is, because President Trump made all of those changes in the tax laws mm-hmm. regarding refinances for non-first-time homeowners, how would that affect me? Can I write off my mortgage interest? Yeah, so you can write off your mortgage interest deduction up to $750,000, right? on your loan amount. So depending on how much you want to take out, um, that's the limit that you're able to still write off. So um, you still have an opportunity to write that off. Um, it's still there, but not as much as you used to, right? So, And with the taxes also, uh, Sarah, uh, the taxes, I'm pretty sure that you could only write up to 10000 10000 is the max. You know, that, that, so that's also limited. It used to be before that Trump changed it. It was. And that's the salt deductions, right? So stated and local yeah. income tax. So what I'm saying is what you really need to do is you just make a call. It's free. Yeah. And you find out. You look at your current mortgage. Find out what all the co- you know, what what it is. And then see if it makes sense to do. Uh, it depends on where your mortgage rate is. But it's very low now. I mean, I just did mine for the third time. And I. Sarah, feel free to give us a call, or, yeah, or call you can us. give me a call over the weekend, and, I'll, and I'll go over the, the cost yeah, as well. Yeah, but Sarah, your question All right, well, then, good. Ace, can I please get your direct number Yeah, I'll to give contact it. you? Yeah, I'll give it to you right now. And I'm sure that there are other listeners as well. Yeah, sure. You're, you're a PR agency for me, okay? 917-859-6439. Let me repeat that for accuracy, 917-859-6439. Yep, that's my direct number. Give me a call. So now Thank you, you have Ace a direct. And Thank you, Sarah, Thank you, for calling. That I will continue great... to listen. Good, great. Have a great weekend, Sarah. Thanks, and also Sarah. you. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Well, you see, that's what happens, and that was a very good question. Yeah. But as I said, you just have to make a call or go online and you know go to citizensbank.com. Uh, 24-7, you can do it at any time you want, and find out. It doesn't cost anything to find out. And I forgot the number, but I was reading it, and Ace, it was a huge number of people that have not refinanced, yeah. that have done nothing, and this is just such a, a good opportunity. And the worst that has happened is you wasted 10 minutes of your time. Exactly. Okay, to find out that it doesn't pay. But I would say that for most people, uh, it's a big thing. Um, I have a great guest on our, 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 our show today, and his name is Steve Ebert. Uh, hi, Steve. Hi, Dottie. Hi, Ace. Pleasure to be here. Hi, Steve. Yeah. And Glad to have you. Uh, 
one of the top real estate attorneys, knows everything about real estate that there is to know. And I always tell people that when you're dealing with real estate, you should use, don't use your nephew who's a divorce attorney because you think he's cheaper. First of all, he really doesn't want to do it. And then second of all, it's not his expertise. And I always believe you need to work with the team and the people that are experts. And so I... When it comes to real estate, I absolutely always recommend that somebody use mm-hmm. somebody who's really an expert in real estate. He might be cheaper in the beginning, but in the long term, it'll probably be a lot more costly. Well, you know? if it's your ne- you know, if it's yeah. your son-in-law or something or... like that, yeah, but you know, they don't really want to do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you know the biggest free. thing is it's all about <laughs> providing value to the client, and you know, what, what's nice is when you get through the whole process getting things done for them, and I think having the same thing you've been talking about today, just having that high client satisfaction rate, being able to do the right thing for them, you know, whether it's getting through a contract or getting them, you know, the right kind of refinance and those fees, that's the real key, giving that value to them. Yeah, now, Steve, I don't know. I I think we're going to have to tell all – I don't know if all our listeners know – um, but we have a, a, a situation that you have been really on top of, and it's a condominium. It's a new development, so it's new, new, new to the market. And uh, there, it, it's on 200 Amsterdam Avenue, and there's a zoning issue. And are they trying to get them to take part of the building they built already down? Well, it, it's it's Can you a, give it's us a the great... whole background to that. Sure. Sure. For, it's first of all, it's a it's a wonderful building right across at 70th and Amsterdam, and this has been a project that's been in the works going back about 15 years. And for full disclosure, I used to be on the co-op board from the co-op across the street from it, so uh, I've been seeing that going on for quite some time. So they basically worked out a very complicated but used established precedent of being able to build taller. Now, if you think about it and you look at certain places around the city, like the Empire State Building, you have buildings that really stand out. And if you think about our zoning rules, you can build to a certain height, but then you can also cooperate with neighboring um, properties, like sort of like a stack of pancakes. You can say, for a fee, let me get some of your pancakes and my building can be a little bit taller. And that's so you can what make this a building, deal? I mean, you can make a deal with your next-door neighbor, let's say, the building next door. Exactly. Exactly right. And that's what they worked on in putting this, what we call an assemblage. And they put this assemblage together. And what they did was they used something what they call partial lots. So sometimes you take the entirety. Sometimes you're working off of pieces. And that's been something that's been established for some time. And based on that... All right, Steve, do me a favor. They're telling me we have to do a quick commercial break. So can you hold that and just... After the break, just we'll continue with the building and what's going on with whether they have to take some of it down or not or what the whole controversy is. We'll be right back um, right after the break. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. 
My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. It's hard to know who to trust when selling your home. If you're retiring and looking to sell your home, Calamine and Company Real Estate is the best agency for you. They only represent sellers, putting sellers' needs above everything else. Louis Calamine and his team take a client-focused, old-school approach to real estate. Whatever needs to be done to get the deal closed quickly and for top dollar, Calamine and Company Real Estate gets the job done. They also specialize in selling estate-owned properties and are regularly hired by executors and administrators administrators, attorneys, even the surrogates court. And perhaps even most impressive is their 100% success rate. That's right, they sell 100% of properties brought to the market. No other broker can make that claim. Offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Call 718-998-1100. That's 718-998-1100. Or go to Calamine.com. Clients come first at Calamine and Company Real Estate. How can I protect my family if something happens to me? What if I need to go to a nursing home? What will happen to our savings, our home? What's the best way to give my home to my kids? Who will help us take care of Grandpa? These and many other questions can be answered with a phone call to Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, 718-238-6500. Mike Connors, one of New York Magazine's top lawyers, has over 30 years of estate planning and elder law experience. Mike and his team of professionals will help you protect your assets from probate, taxes, and nursing home costs so you can have peace of mind knowing you and your family will be taken care of and protected. I'm Mike Connors, founder of Connors & Sullivan. People don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. The time to plan is now. I'm Beth Connors. Call today for a free initial consultation with one of our experienced lawyers. Connors & Sullivan in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500 or connorsandsullivan.com. Com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. Single? Struggling with your relationship? Facing divorce? Not sure about yourself anymore? You're not alone. Tune in to Heart Match Me with Eileen Fisher from Elite Connections International for honest and frank talk about what's really going on. Learn the do's and don'ts of dating, relationships, and life. It's Heart Match Me with Eileen Fisher. Sunday evenings starting at 5 on AM 970, The Answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you're listening to I on Real Estate, and we are talking to Stephen Ebert. And we are talking about a building on Amsterdam, a beautiful building, 200 Amsterdam Avenue, which... I guess we're in a, they're in a, is it a litigation yet or what, you know, on whether that the building is too high and Steve was giving us some background. So maybe you could just give us that background again. 
Sure, of course. So they're, as you said, they're building a beautiful condominium. So now they have potential buyers in contract, which of course creates uh, an extra sticky situation. And as a matter of law, you can build to a certain height. But what they did is they cooperated with neighboring properties to, for a fee, take some of their rights to build taller. Now that's an established practice, but what they did was they purchased some of those rights from what we call partial lots. And without getting too deep into the zoning law, this is something that's been around, but it's a little bit on the edge. And they were actually a number of neighborhood groups didn't like the fact that the building was so tall. And the groups actually won in court. Um, and there's a question of maybe as many as 20 floors, worst case scenario for the developer, may have to be taken down. But there's new developments even this week. Um, so so the, the question is perfectly timed. And actually the city, even though they came out with some announcements that for future buildings, they're not going to allow this practice, they've gone on record to state that they support the building for this particular project. So this is something that we're going to see, I think, appealed in the courts and, and go on for a little bit of time. Right. But it really is so important, I think, begs a big question of having the right kind of attorney do the deep dive on the due diligence to know what contract you're getting yourself into as a prospective buyer. I agree with you, Steve, and I tell people um, when you're buying an apartment, especially in the city, because, you know, I'm originally from the suburbs, so, you know, you didn't really have to deal with air rights. So uh, you could be buying and paying a premium price for a floor that's high up, which has a great view, and not knowing that they, the building next to you might have air rights and somebody could possibly build something and then all your views would be gone, which has pretty much happened to me, actually. Uh, so I used to say to the builder, I'm throwing darts at your face and I'm hoping <laughs> that you go bankrupt, okay? But what I'm saying is, I you you really want to know that you want to know if there's and, and and air rights or the rights to build above the building. Now in this case, I would assume okay that the people I guess they have their attorneys and some of the people who don't want it, they don't want it that high. They have an attorney. Is this, or are we or they just trying to work it out? Well, I think you're going to see a few conflicting interests. You have the firms that are aligned with the developer who are going to fight this to the end, um, and, and rightfully so, because this changed their entire plan. Right. They've actually gotten the okay from the New York City Buildings Department, and then you're going to have the community groups pushing back. They've won the first round, but this is far from done. And then you have sort of the, the collateral damage, the people who are in contract to buy who now all of a sudden are seeing this litigation back and forth. And this really ties into a whole bunch of things of making sure you have the legal team that not only can explain what's going on, because you get these offering plans, these books about these buildings, and they're anywhere from about 200 to about 1,000 pages of description, and we go through that and explain it to clients. And then also, some of these people may have financing. So all of a sudden now, the project that was approved because when you're buying in a condo, the bank has to be comfortable with the building in addition to the buyer, there could be some changes now. So you've got to make sure really you have your right team working together so you can identify the risk and also make sure you plan ahead. Right, and, and I, I have to say that, you know, um, 
I would never not use an attorney, as, uh, as but in New York it's even more, and, and you know, because in some states, you know, they really kind of brush off. In New York, especially in New York City and, and the surrounding areas, you really need to know the perspectives, you need to know the rules of the board, um, you need to know everything about the building before, if it's a land lease, and, and, and really Steve uh, is an expert at all that. Well, how, well, how do people reach you? Sure. There, there's multiple ways. Uh, one, you can call my office directly at 212-885-8829. Or you can, of course, send me an email, sebert, S-E-B-E-R-T, at bartonesq.com. So feel free to call or email. Happy to help. And we'll post it. It'll be on our podcast also. We'll post all that information for you. Now, I want to ask you another question. Um, you have, you know, what, what, do you, what do you see, what is your opinion on the economic nature of New York City and uh, the investment environment? Yeah, the, the, I think the long-term trend lines are, are excellent. You know, we have obviously, as you and Ace talked about earlier about the coronavirus, you know, it's, it's a concern, but also we need to put it in context. If you, you know, compare it to the flu, other things, the numbers are radically lower. We do have a reaction to it. But regardless of that, you, you still want, don't want to confuse the long term with the short term. And people who are really successful in real estate have a belief in the market, belief in the product. They buy in and they hold. And I see that consistently all the way through. And interestingly enough, we're seeing that in the number of contracts that we're negotiating. It's still been a very busy time. Do you get some concerns at times being brought up? Sure. And a smart person would do that. But people are absolutely, you know, very active. And what's also interesting, if I can add, we hosted in our office just last week a breakfast with the chief economist for the policy group of New York City Economic Development Corporation. Wow. And they did a tremendous job. They're tied in on these issues. They're analyzing these issues. And they're taking a lot of steps to really make sure that we have a diversified, sound economy. Um, it's interesting seeing a lot of these statistics behind things. And so when you look at that, there's a lot of common sense here, and that really supports for a strong market. You always have things happening on a day-to-day. You have some volatility. But the reality is also you have smart people making smart decisions, and you're not having the same volatility you're seeing as in the stock market. Well, I, I agree because unlike a stock, and I, you know, you know, we can talk about that on one of our shows because somebody has sent me a question and they said, "Oh, what's a better investment, real estate or uh, stocks?" And obviously, you can't answer that question just on the surface. But sure. I do say that most self-made millionaires, a lot of them made it in real estate, but they didn't make it by flipping. Okay, they held it. And if you look at New York, and I try to kind of look at what you know, what's going in, infrastructure. Well, Disney and uh, Google and uh, I believe Facebook. I mean, we have major, major tech companies moving into uh, building their headquarters in Chelsea or in in New York City in the next year. And they're going to be employing thousands of people. And and New York City is... And the reason these companies come here is because that's where, you know, they want to get people to work, and they're usually young, 
and they all want to be in New York City. So um, I do think that when you're buying and you look in the area and you buy right, and actually it's when things are kind of off is probably a better time to buy than when everything is great. Uh, and we see the problem with New York is you can't really build much new development anymore because there's not space. So that's why if you've, if you've been to the Bronx, I'm going to go and get some cameras and, and take some pictures to put it on, on some of my social media. If you've been to the Bronx, you have to see what they've done with that. It's unbelievable. Um, so we're all for it. So when should somebody call you? And I know that you also do prop tech. And I'm not sure if everyone's familiar with what prop tech is. So why would you tell everybody uh, before our news starts what what prop tech is and what kind of services and when somebody should call you? Sure. The first thing is always to call call early. The earlier you call, the more we can do for you. You know, sometimes we get a call after a client gets an accepted offer, and that's perfectly fine, and we can take care of the transaction. But there can be so many other things in the background, like we're in a high-cost market. There could be a gift from family. How do we handle the gift tax? How do we package that together with a co-op board approval, making your accountant happy, and also making your mortgage lender happy? So what I would say is when you start your process, you should know your finances. You know, give ACE a call and get pre-approved, understand that process, but also get legally pre-approved. Talk to the attorney to make sure everything is all in sync because when you find that property, you want to be able to move immediately. Yes. And you'll get, as a buyer, rewarded for that because people want to deal with people who have their act together and are ready to move. You know, that's a Um, good point, Steve, that you you need a pre-approval from the finance and citizens bank, but you also need a pre-approval for your legal from the attorney. Yeah, we we see that all all the time. So then we can give the most value and the most help to you. Um, as to PropTech, the role of technology has not bypassed real estate. So we have, while I run the real estate group, I'm also involved with, and we have a very strong data privacy and security team. And the integration of technology, the sort of Internet of Things involved in real estate, is a growing issue. So we, we attack it from a couple of points of view. Number one And I feel every prospective client should ask their attorney, whether it's a real estate transaction or otherwise, what are you doing to safeguard my data, right? You hear about the stories about credit card information being stolen. How are you actually taking my data right at a closing? We're seeing social security numbers, tax forms, everything you can think of that's so personal. What are you doing to manage control and minimize that data risk? There's a lot of new laws. New York has had the SHIELD Act come out. Uh, recently, and it's important to protect the clients, but then also the integration of technologies into building. Think about when you walk into an office, they always ask you for your ID, and they photograph that. What do they do with it? Where do they store that? How long? You're going into an elevator, and all of a sudden now buttons are missing, right? It's a smart elevator. How does that all integrate together? So these are some of the questions and issues that we deal with. I never thought about that, you know, like as far as asking what, you know, at a closing or before the closing, obviously, what are you doing with my data? How are you securing it? Um, because, you know, you're sharing, you're get, giving it. So those, are, so you really, you really work on that field also on how to protect data. Cor- correct, because it's a matter of how you hold the data to minimize attackers from stealing it. 
how do you transmit the data in a secure way? Because if I send you your closing binder afterwards with everything, what have I done to send it on a secure private road than just on an open highway? And then lastly, how long am I holding that on? At some point, is there a period of time when I should no longer hold on to it and sort of what we call data minimization? And real estate's a bit tricky because if you buy a property, you might hold that property for a year, a decade, or longer. So it's important to keep that information so clients have that resource for them at the same time make sure that they're protected. So that's one piece on the data holding. But it's a lot of opportunities, particularly for property management. How do they position a building, make it better, and make sure that they're covered? Like, I'll, I'll mention one example. I'll go in the commercial world. Let's say you have two shopping centers, right. and all of a sudden now, it's, it's Thanksgiving Day, and we're about to have all the shoppers coming in, and all of a sudden, somebody does a cyber attack on shopping center A, messes up and turns off the heating system so it's frigid cold, and then all the shoppers go to Mall B. Is there insurance to protect that? And they're missing out on the biggest shopping day of the year. What's the economic risk? So we deal with it from a lot of different angles. Well, you see, uh, um, first of all, I need your informa information again, and I really hope that you'll come on um, again and to inform uh, people because, again, we are not experts in everything, but you need to know enough to know the right questions to ask. And you're just telling us things that I think uh, certainly not, people really don't even think about asking sometimes. So, again, um, you, I hope you'll come on again and give us your information one more time, and then we're going to post it on uh, – we'll post it on our site. Uh, but uh, Steve is a great real estate attorney. His firm uh, specializes in real estate. And any questions you might have, you can send to Steve at. And my email address is S. Ebert. That's S. E. B. Like Bob, E. R. T. At Barton, B. A. R. T. O. N. E. S. Q. As one word, dot com. So S. Ebert at Barton, E. S. Q. dot com. Or you can call me on my direct line at the office at 212 885 8829. Thank you so much, and I hope you'll come on again and, and, and talk about this because uh, it is so important. And I always say this, if you want to have a successful deal, you have to put the right team together. So that's the right real estate company, and uh, hopefully it will be Douglas Elliman, the right financial people, and the, certainly the right attorney. Um, and when you put a winning team together, you're bound to have a winning Thank you. It would be my pleasure to come back. And I do want to just reiterate my support for what Ace was saying about refinances. It's really a historic time. We're seeing it from a lot of clients. And there are a number of techniques when the lawyers work with the bank to really try to reduce some of those costs. Um, so absolutely, he Thank makes a great so point. Thank you so much. And have a great weekend, Steve. It was Steven, great having you. Thanks for joining. Thanks Thank for you. joining us. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.